Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would you be the jerk for telling your pregnant wife that she needs to clean up after herself? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for not changing my tradition day to my daughter-in-law and making things uncomfortable? I have a tradition that every June and December, on the first Saturday of the month, I make a traditional dish for my country for my family and friends. Everyone loves it and it's a family recipe. My youngest son's been married to Wendy for three years, together one before. I didn't know her that well because they didn't live here. Wendy is a rising chef. In June, Wendy asked if she could help me make the dish and I said yes. It was my biggest regret. She gave advice on all of the seasoning choices and even though I said it's a family recipe, she kept giving her opinion. When that date passed, I made it clear that I wouldn't like any more help the first and last time. She took it personally and our relationship became uncomfortable. Last month, day 16, I received an invitation from my son and Wendy to go to their house because Wendy was going to make this dish. It was the first Sunday in December. To clarify, this dish isn't something you can eat two days in a row, as it's heavy. Some people sent me a message asking if mine would still happen. They always know it was always the first Saturday, and I confirmed. On the 20th, I sent the formal invitation by message. My son called as soon as he received it, asking if it would be on the first Saturday, and I confirmed, and he started saying that people can't eat two days in a row, and if I couldn't leave it for another week because Wendy wanted to do it to get closer to the family. I said no, as it's my tradition, and despite finding their choice of date unpleasant, I won't stop them, but I'll continue with the usual dates. He proceeded to say I'm making things uncomfortable, and a week later wouldn't bother me, and tried to use the fact that her invite was sent out before mine. I was perplexed, and said that everyone knows it's the first Saturday of the month, including them, so it wouldn't change my plans. Things got uncomfortable, of course, but I kept it because it's something that doesn't just involve me. Friends and family already confirmed. There was a party on Saturday with friends and family. He and Wendy didn't come. And on Sunday, I didn't go because I worked that day. Many didn't come. And those who did, few ate the food because they couldn't eat twice. During the week, my son sent a message asking if it was worth it to have done that and upset her because it spoiled this moment that she wanted to have with our family. He stressed that I could have been the best person, but I preferred not to be. I don't think this attack is very fair, but I wanted an outside opinion. It was the best date for all of my family and friends in December, as they get together before the festivities. For me too. A tradition that's been going on for 10 years. Considering this is a very well-established tradition, to me it seemed like something the girl enjoyed and was trying to bite off. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not every single person here are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my daughter for help? I'm 54 and my daughter's 28. She's home on break from grad school getting her PhD. She's only home for two weeks because she says she doesn't have any more time, even though she has a month break. That's been a big thing with her lately. She's constantly too busy to do things with us or help us out even though she does have the time. 
I got my younger daughter a sweater, and it turns out she already has it. I called my older daughter from work on Friday and told her she needed to run and exchange it for a different one. She said okay, she would do it the next day. I said it needed to be done that day to get the best options. And she said she was grading so she can't. I told her it's not like she can't pause her grading, run out and exchange it. She said she wasn't going to slow down her work and just said that I should do it when I got back from work that day. I said I was too busy to and didn't feel like running out after a long day of work. And she said neither did she. But she doesn't have a long day of work. She's sitting on her butt on her computer all day and doesn't even have scheduled hours to work. She can do it whenever she wants. Today, things really kicked off because I needed her to pick up an online order for a gift for my mom, her grandma. She again used the excuse of grading. She hadn't even started working yet. It was in the morning and she was drinking coffee and having breakfast. She said that she needs to have her grades done by today, but I looked it up on the website and she has till Monday evening. So I called her on her BS and she said she had other work due on Monday. So she needed to get the grading done today, but wouldn't enlighten me on what this mysterious other work is? I said, well, tough. This needs to be picked up today so I can wrap it and I was going into the office so I couldn't do it. She said that if I don't want to do it myself, then it'll be done on her own time. I told her with that attitude she can stay somewhere else and she said happily and packed her things claiming she didn't want to stay here anyway but was only doing so because I insisted. She left her gifts and said not to expect her for the holidays and she'll go to her girlfriend's family instead. I think it's ridiculous that she's throwing a fit just because she can't constantly live like she's the only person on the planet. But my wife and other daughter are now furious with me, so I figured I'd ask here, because my younger daughter is always reading these stories with me. Am I the jerk, or am I correct that my daughter is self-centered and childish? I just think if you're 28 and have your own responsibilities, I just don't think it's appropriate to try to assume that I'm your dad, I can still say what you can and can't do, roll. What do you guys think? Was Opie the jerk? Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my son get fast food and bring it into a wedding reception? My son, 22-year-old male, is a picky eater. My cousin was getting married and had a lovely reception with a nice buffet. Johnny wasn't a fan of what was served, so I let him leave and get some food. Word spread amongst our family where he was going, and a few people asked him to bring things back, so he did. We're at a table near the dance floor, and you could probably smell it, but nobody in our immediate family had a problem, even the bride and groom. Apparently the venue and the family of the bride were appalled, and I don't understand why. It was a great party, but he wanted something different, and other people did too. So am I the jerk? I think if you go to a reception and you go and pick some food up elsewhere mid-reception, you're definitely pushing it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting the surrogate family touch my stomach and feel the baby move? So I, 24-year-old female, am currently 6 months pregnant as a surrogate for a family. Everything's been smooth sailing for the most part throughout this process, other than one thing. Even when I was pregnant with my daughter, I could not stand people touching my stomach. I don't understand the obsession with people touching pregnant bellies, but it bothers me when people try to do it. Anyways, the family I'm surrogating for has asked multiple times if they can touch my stomach or rub it and feel the baby move and kick. The wife stating that she's always wanted to experience feeling the kicking and moving baby. Now, for context, she can fully have children of her own. 
This surrogacy is a choice they made, so as to not interfere with her career by being pregnant. She has a physically demanding job and doesn't want to risk anything happening to the baby or her career. She's a personal trainer. They've been constantly asking me to touch my stomach, and I always politely decline as it's uncomfortable for me. Well, while me and my wife were at a baby appointment last week, she reached over and rubbed my stomach while talking to the doctor. I kindly asked her to stop touching my stomach and she snapped at me and said I was ruining the experience for her and it's her baby she should really be able to feel her kick. I snapped back and said that it may be her baby but it's my body and that if she really wanted to feel her baby kick she should have gotten pregnant herself. I've gotten calls from her and her husband calling me the jerk for yelling at her for bonding with her child. My friends and parents are split on whether or not I'm the jerk since it is their baby. So Reddit, am I the jerk? Surrogate or not, your body, your rules. This next story is, am I the jerk for suing my father for the damage done to my house by his dogs? I'm female 31, my mom passed away last year, my dad 56, married a woman 37, with a son 16 years old, about 6 months later. I think the age difference is a bit much, but she's nearly 40 so it's not like he's robbing the cradle. Whenever my parents went away, I would always watch their dogs. They weren't the dogs that I grew up with, but they are good puppies. My mom would always call and let me know well in advance when they were going away and that I would make sure that either myself or my boyfriend would be around pretty quick after the pups got dropped off. They could behave themselves for a few hours and I'd leave water out for them. I don't have any pets myself. My work can involve travel, and my boyfriend works out of town for two weeks and then has two weeks off. Well, my dad and his new wife decided to go on a trip, but since it was never his responsibility, he didn't call. I was out of town, my boyfriend was working, my dad has a key to my house for emergencies and dropping off the dogs. My neighbor called me a day later about the dogs howling in my house to see if everything was okay. I called my dad and he told me that he didn't know I was out of town. I said that if he didn't come get them, I was calling animal control. So we had his new stepson come to my house to get the dogs. I have no idea why a 16 year old kid who was trusted to stay home by himself could not have just watched the dogs in the first place. When I got home, I found a disaster area. Dog poo and pee everywhere. I don't want to describe everything because it makes me angry. To get everything that could be clean done and to replace my boyfriend's leather recliner, which was old but also destroyed, cost about $7,000. I told my dad I expected him to pay for everything. He said that he would see if his homeowner's insurance would cover it. They will, but the deductible is a lot. And his premiums will go up. So he said that he'll take care of it. It's been a few months and I'm sick of waiting. The limit for small claims court in my state is more than double what I want, so I'm suing him. He was served and called me to complain. He doesn't have the money because he just bought a new car. He bought the car after my house got destroyed. I feel no pity. But his wife and him keep trying to talk me out of pursuing this. They said that my dad paid for a good chunk of my student debt and that I owe him. Him and my mom did pay off about $10,000 of my student debt and I was grateful. It's one of the reasons I had no problem dog sitting for free. But he says that if I take this money, then he won't have money for things at his house. He isn't retired, and my mom had life insurance. 
They may try to emotionally manipulate you however they can, but the fact here is they screwed up and screwed you over hardcore, and I think it's imperative you can't let yourself feel guilty for claiming that money. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to eat at my husband's family dinner? This year, my husband, 36-year-old male, and his extended family decided to go to a fancy restaurant to celebrate the holidays. For context, as it's relevant to the situation, I, 30-year-old female, am a white woman, whilst my husband and his family are first or second generation East and Southeast Asian. When we originally made plans, we agreed on a local higher-end chain spot that we'd been to many times in the past. However, the day before, my mother-in-law sent us a message that her brother had switched spots to another high-end Chinese restaurant. I had never been there, but I didn't really care and was happy to go. We regularly eat and sometimes make home-cooked traditional Chinese food anyways, so there was no issue. So we pack up our son, one-year-old, and meet his family at this new restaurant. It was mostly nice, but one thing struck me immediately. The restaurant heavily advertised and displayed its shark fin soup menu, to the point that there were some fins literally hanging on display. In our country, the sale of shark fins is illegal. It's also known to be extremely cruel. Basically, the fin is removed from living sharks, and the animal is left to slowly die, unable to swim and ecologically a key reason for some at-risk shark species population declines. Everyone sat down, and I was noticeably quiet. I quickly pulled my husband to the side to explain that I was really uncomfortable with this restaurant, as it sold shark fin, and tried to figure out what to do. I was really anxious given the illegality of the dish, and morally upset. He said we could talk about it when we got home, but to please just get through the dinner. When it came time to order, a lot of the aunts and uncles ordered shark fin soup, while everyone else ordered fancy dishes. Internally, I was still freaking out and quickly just chose the plainest possible noodle dish, basically noodles with oil, and said I would share it with my son. I got some weird looks from my mother-in-law and brother-in-law since they know I regularly love Chinese food, and this wouldn't be my typical order. The food arrives, and I cut up and give some of the noodles to my son. He still needs to eat, and really just pick at the rest while we're there. There's a lot of food sharing, but I wouldn't participate, and also blocked my son from participating. Some family made comments on my and my son's not sharing, but I just laughed them off or changed the subject. There wasn't any conflict while we were at the restaurant, and I tried to hide my discomfort and hold happier conversations with everyone there. When we got home, my husband asked if I was feeling well and why I hadn't eaten more food. I told him I was uncomfortable eating shark fin and didn't want to eat at the restaurant that supported eating shark fin, and I didn't want our son eating there either. He got angry and said I was embarrassing him and I guess called a couple family members. Now I have a bunch of them messaging me saying I'm racist and I'm stealing my son's culture from him. Am I the jerk for not sucking it up and eating at the restaurant? In high school, I had a marine science class. In it, we watched a film called The Cove, which heavily covered illegal dolphin hunting and killing, which was very similar, and even mentioned stuff about sharks and This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Dark fin soup. If you've seen these things and you know and you're aware of these practices that are happening, especially shark fin soup, you would hopefully know better than to ever support that. It's illegal for a reason. This next story is, am I the jerk for not trying to convince my parents to treat all their grandchildren equally? I, 47, got divorced from my first wife when I was 29. We had two kids and my folks loved them more than anything. My ex-wife wasn't happy with the lifestyle that I could provide. I wasn't making a lot of money, but we weren't in debt or anything. We had good cars and we had just put a down payment on our first home that we would own. Her boss was rich, he was 47, and he could provide luxuries that were out of my reach. She left me for him. I still had to pay child support, but I guess I was lucky that I didn't pay spousal support. I had to work and I couldn't get custody. I got visitation. And my ex made it hard. The kids were young and she manipulated them. If I had planned to take them to a local resort for our summer vacation, she would take them to Disneyland the week before. I would always come up short. Eventually, the kids refused to spend time with me. It went to court and I basically had to accept that I couldn't force them to see me and my parents. I met my second wife, 33, at the dog park when I was 37 and she was 24. She had a son who was about the age my son was the last time my parents got to see him. My parents accepted him right away. He loves them. My wife is like a daughter to them. It's what I always wanted for our life. We have two more kids now, 8 and 5. My stepson's about to graduate next year. So a few years ago, my dad sold his company. He's an engineer and he had some patents that ended up being worth a fair bit of money. He paid off my house. He also made educational funds for my three kids. He figured the older ones were done with school and hadn't bothered to visit them in years, so they didn't need anything from him. Turns out that was wrong. My ex-wife married a scam artist. He was rich, but he wasn't rich enough for the lifestyle she wanted, so he stole from his clients. And then he went to jail. My oldest kids are in a lot of debt. My ex is living with her parents. She recently tried to tell me that my parents needed to be fair with all their grandchildren. I told her it was their money to spend on the people they loved and who loved them back. She said that we were punishing her kids for her mistakes. I said that both of our kids were adults and hadn't made any effort to see me or my parents in over a decade. She said I'm being a jerk for not convincing my parents to help her kids. You spend that time instilling them to avoid these people 
They do avoid those people, but you still want them to donate hand over fist to you? Doesn't work like that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for prioritizing my dog over my mom's stepchild? I, female 32, have a 12-year-old American bully named Rory. Because of her age, she had a lot of health issues. Right now, she needs to have surgery. It's going to be around 6,000 plus 3 to 4,000 in meds, followed by 6 months in therapy. That's going to be 10 to 12,000. That brings the total to 22,000 at the most. I can easily afford it because I have a good job in IT. I don't have any debt to pay. I'm child-free and I budget myself very well. My mom is what you would call a weekend parent. She never really mothered me. She would often let me fend for myself. Because of that, my childhood was practically non-existent. My dad died when I was two and my grandparents lived far away, so I was by myself 99% of the time. I went low contact with her when I started college. Last year she got married to Alex, who has a 5 year old son David from a previous relationship. I wasn't aware of this. I didn't know she was dating and I didn't know she got married. Mom called me last night because David has some health issues and needs medical care that's too expensive for their budget. That's when I found out about Alex. Apparently my mom didn't tell me anything because if I knew about Alex, she would have been forced to invite me to the wedding, which she didn't want to do because Alex doesn't know I exist. Basically, she wants me to send her 15000 to pay for David's treatment or whatever he needs. I said no. I'm doing well financially, but I don't have that kind of money and I'm not paying for a random kid. I told mom as nice as I could that I can't help her because one, I don't want to, and two, I don't have the money. She ended the call. She found out about Rory's surgery from my cousin, and this morning I woke up to a bunch of voicemails and texts calling me all possible names because I chose my dog over her stepkid. I texted back, yes, that dog means the world to me and I will do anything I can for her. David is nothing to me. You got married without telling me because you don't want your hubby to know I exist. Perfect. If I don't exist in your perfect little life, then why are you asking me for money? Your stepchild isn't my responsibility. I wouldn't give you 15000 even if I had it. Because you're not important enough to me to spare that kind of money. You haven't called me in what? Three years? Four? And now you want money from me? Nah. Safe to say my family's now calling me a monster because I would rather help a dog than a child? My decision is final, but I'm curious if I'm the jerk. They tried to pretend you didn't exist. You don't owe them money. Our next story is, am I the jerk? My wife demands I remove taxidermy for her sister's visit. I'm very into deer hunting and I have two mounted deer heads in my basement. My wife doesn't like taxidermy and brings it up quite a bit. One is in a living room and the other is in my workout room that doubles as a guest room. Her sister's coming to town for the holidays and my wife insists I remove the deer head so her sister's comfortable. I refused since I use the room every day and I get a great memory every time I walk in that room. I don't feel like I need to take down or adjust things for my sister-in-law. She doesn't have to stay at our house. I've offered to change the sheets, etc. so my wife doesn't need to go in that room. I think it's easy and simple enough to temporarily move it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving our granddaughter the same wedding gift as our other grandchildren? I, 70s female, am the grandmother to five wonderful grandkids. Three women and two men. 
The last of my grandkids got married last October. My husband, 70s male, and I usually get them a small gift, usually the cheapest thing on the registry. Then the day before the wedding, we privately gift them a check for $40,000. We prefer that they use it for a house, but we don't force them to do so. We also ask them to keep it private. We have a big extended family and we don't want them to expect it from us. They all honored this request. When it came to our youngest granddaughter, we bought her an air fryer that was the cheapest thing on the registry and sent it in advance. Then she called us furious. She went off on us for being cheap and how she knew we had money, but that we didn't love her enough to show it by getting her something more expensive. We were horrified by her behavior. Then she went ahead and threatened to disinvite us if we didn't get her a better gift. We discussed it, bought her a china set, but we didn't give her the money that was set aside for her. We decided that she didn't deserve it. Fast forward to last week, she met up with her brother, they got to talking, and she found out about the cash gift that he got. She asked her cousins and found out all of them got the same gift. She called us furious for discriminating against her. We told her that it was our money, and after how she behaved, we didn't want to give it to her. She started crying, said that she was just extremely stressed and that we shouldn't have taken it to heart. We told her that we stand by our decision. Now she's refusing to attend Christmas, and her mother, our daughter-in-law, is calling us jerks. So are we the jerks? Definitely not. Who's going to get yelled at for not spending enough money on them and still want to give them thousands of dollars? Even if they were extremely stressed, that doesn't justify calling somebody up and saying, hey, your gift wasn't splashy enough. Our next story is, am I the jerk for getting my stepsister and her family banned from Christmas? I have a daughter, Elena, 6, and my stepsister, Jess, has a daughter, Hattie, 5. Me, my husband, Jess, and her husband, Paul, are all staying at our parents' house over the Xmas period. For context, Paul arrived a day after the rest of us, very late at night because he does shift work and worked late before driving to our parents. The next morning, the girls were playing in Elena's room at about 10 a.m. The adults were all downstairs, except Paul because he was sleeping and my stepdad was out. Suddenly, we heard Paul shouting. This isn't too unusual, if unpleasant, but this episode sounded particularly bad, so we got up. Before we can even get up to the stairs, my daughter runs down crying saying Paul had shouted at her for waking him up. My husband was livid and went upstairs to deal with Paul while I calmed my daughter down. I knew it would be absolutely impossible for us to be around Paul after what happened, so we would probably be leaving. Jess said that was ridiculous. Paul probably got annoyed and was tired and he'd apologize and everything would be fine. I said no, it would not be fine. Nobody shouts at my child and remains on speaking terms with me or around my daughter. Paul should know better than to be acting like that with other people's children. When my stepdad came back, we told him what happened and that we would be leaving because we refused to subject Elena to being around Paul after what he did and we don't trust him to not overstep his boundaries like that again. My stepdad agreed, but said that it was unfair that we should have to leave after Paul was the problem. He called Paul and Jess down and said they had to go, weren't welcome on Christmas or until after we had gone home. Paul tried to defend himself, saying the kids should have been quieter, but when my husband got annoyed, Paul half-heartedly apologized. I didn't believe a word of his apology. 
My stepdad reiterated that Jess was welcome to stay without Paul, but Paul had to be gone within the hour. Jess started crying and said it was unfair and that my stepdad was choosing me over her and was a horrible father. She started an expletive rant, so I left the room with Elena and the next I saw was her and Paul going upstairs to pack. They left without a goodbye. Since they've been gone, every few hours I've gotten a text from Jess saying how I've ruined her Christmas and her relationship with her dad over 30 seconds of bad judgment. I don't think I created this situation because it was my stepdad's decision to throw them out. I offered to leave. I also think Paul made this bed that Jess is lying in. All he had to do was come downstairs and ask us to quiet the children or pop his head in the room and ask politely. Nevertheless, I do feel bad that Jess is stuck in the middle and that Hattie won't see her grandparents on Christmas because of this. Did I overreact? Would Paul apologizing have been enough? I don't think OP's the jerk here. You don't treat kids like that regardless. And I hope they don't treat Hattie like that. That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for requesting that my wife cleans up after herself? I, 28-year-old male, married my wife, 23-year-old female, who we'll call Danny, about a year ago, and we were very lucky to get pregnant soon after. Danny's in her third trimester now and on pregnancy leave. Once we got the good news, I started working extra hours in order to save more money for when the baby gets here. This means that I have to get up extra early every morning to get to work. I try to be out the door by 6am. I get home a little later, and I'm usually pretty beat but I still contribute to the house by doing dishes, cleaning up after the cat cause she can't, that kind of stuff. This new routine has been hard on both of us, but we've made it work and so far everything's been fine. That is until the other day when I wake up to Danny crying. We only have one bathroom which is downstairs and lately Danny's been having a little more trouble going up and down the stairs. This usually went fine but this time she didn't make it. So when I came downstairs, I found her in tears, standing in her own mess. She was clearly very embarrassed and even more so that I caught her. I immediately felt bad for her and tried to comfort her and told her it's all good. It can happen to anyone. Just clean it up and we'll go back to bed. She asked me if I could help her, but I told her that it made me uncomfortable. I would never expect anyone to clean up after my mess. To be honest, it's happened before when I had a couple too many beers, but I always clean up after myself and it would feel weird to ask Danny to do it for me in that situation. She got really mad and called me insensitive for making her clean up after herself after an already embarrassing enough situation. I proposed a compromise. She would clean up the mess and I would get her clean PJs since I'd just done the laundry anyway. She asked me if this was what it was going to be like if the baby made a mess, and I told her I would be perfectly okay to clean up after the baby since it can't clean up after itself. I then told her I didn't have time to stand there arguing with her all night when I had to get up in like 3 hours to go to work and provide for us. So I walked upstairs, grabbed her PJs for her, and went back to bed. The next morning when I got downstairs, I found her on the couch. She told me that she barely slept and felt horrible about the night before. She called me a jerk and said that by not helping her, I only embarrassed her more. She then told me that she would be staying with her mom until I got my crap together. It's been half a day now and she's not responding to my texts. I talked about it with a few coworkers and I'm getting mixed responses. But I just want to make sure. Am I the jerk? 
100% the jerk for not helping out your pregnant wife, even if they made a mess of themselves. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.